And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Well, here we are once again to talk about the Golden Compass. Point me in the right direction, Les. Absolutely. By the way, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And I think we both enjoyed this film. We didn't love it, but we liked it a lot. Very much so. And I have to say, uh, hats off to the director, Chris White's for doing a really stellar job of adapting the Pullman books. They're very complicated books, but I thought he did a whiz-bang of a job. He did, and what he has done cinematically is very, very creative. Very much so. Beautiful to look at. Gorgeous cinematography. Absolutely. This takes place, by the way, in a parallel universe. It doesn't take place on the Earth. Right. And a young girl named Lyra Belacqua, played by Dakota Blue Richards. She beat out 10,000 other actresses for this job. And I can see why. She's quite charming and very, very spunky and very good on screen. Very strong. I think she's about 12 years old mm-hmm. and she handles herself like a 35-year-old. It's yeah, terrific. She did great. Certainly opposite Nicole Kidman. Yes. She has to journey to the far north to save her mentor and best friend, Lord Azrael, played by Daniel Craig. He was the most recent James Bond. Here he's very tweety. Very, very tweety. And unfortunately, he's not in the picture very long. Not in fact, enough. very few. <laughs> people are in the picture very long except Dakota Blue Richards. Anyway, he has been captured and she's trying to save him and she's trying to save other kidnapped children Mm -hmm. who have been spirited away for terrible experiments by a mysterious organization known as the Magisterium. Exactly. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to separate these little creatures from these children, and these little creatures, I believe, are to represent their soul. Definitely. So they think by taking away the soul from these children that they can then influence them to do exactly what they want. Exactly. Now, let me say something about this film, Anne. Okay. Recently, there's been a lot of criticism about this film, even before it opened. A lot of very, very vocal Christian groups have slammed it, even without seeing it. The fact is, There is nothing in this film about churches. There is nothing in this film about God. There is nothing in this film about anti-God. It's an action-filled, exciting adventure that makes you think a little bit. I think, to be fair, this movie will have a difficult time less finding its audience because the concept of the picture should really appeal to young children because of all the furry animals and the wonderful effects and the young heroine and all the little boys and girls that have been spirited away. And the big hero in this film, of course, is a polar bear. And how wonderful he is. It's extraordinary, the beautiful effects that Chris Weitz and his team put together. It is voiced, by the way, by Ian McKellen, and they did something with his voice to make it lower and rougher. More bear-like. And he sounds amazing. But this movie cannot be seen by little children because it It's far too graphic and far too frightening. Yes, this film is exceptionally violent, very, very sinister. It scared the heck out of me. It really did. I know they are computer-generated bears. Yes. However, your heart is still in your throat when you're watching this action, and the musical score is so loud and the effects are so noisy that I think little children will be ducking under their seats and hiding their heads in their mother's or father's shoulders trying to be comforted because this movie is very, very, strong. So that's one problem. The music, by the way, sounds very much like Bach in a bad mood. It's very low and very threatening and very loud. So then you go to the next group, adults. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of adults will run to see The Golden Compass. They are going to feel that it is a children's film, so they won't go. 
I think it's a movie that's perfect for middle school children, and that would be 11, 12, 13. Sure. That's the right audience. But how many of them will end up going to this movie? I'm just not sure. I didn't talk about the cast. We have to talk about Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman plays Marisa Coulter. Nicole is always referred to in this movie as Mrs. Coulter, never the first right. name. And she really is the villainous of the plot, and I think that she makes a spectacular appearance. She is the movie's most incredible special effect. When she first is seen walking down that corridor in that golden lace dress, she's really heart-stoppingly beautiful. She is the most breathtaking woman I have seen in films in years. She is gorgeous, and there is an iciness about her that fascinated me so much because almost everything that I've seen her in, she was appealing, not just sexy, but I mean appealing in her personality and the way she presents herself. Boy, she is icy cold and tough in this one. Yes, and she's really extraordinarily good. And that's when I thought that this young actress, Dakota Blue, she had her work cut out for her because Nicole Kidman could chew up the scenery. And unless she had a good partner on the screen, she would have blown the little girl right out of the scene. But she did not. She held her own. And those two worked together beautifully. Absolutely. There are some other very interesting people in the film. Derek Jacoby. Always a great villain. Terrific. Ava Green. A beautiful girl. She's gorgeous. She plays one of the witches. It's an underwritten part, unfortunately. Very much so, but she is quite beautiful. Sam Elliott plays, <laughs> of all things, an American cowboy. Oh, my goodness. Talk about typecasting. Maybe John Ford came in somehow and said, I want Sam Elliott to play the Western hero in this movie all about English people in the Golden Compass. Christopher Lee is also in the film. Tom Courtney plays one of the great villains. And... There were an awful lot of big stars that lent their voices Mm -hmm. to some of these characters, and they are Freddie Highmore, Ian McShane, who plays the bad polar bear. He's terrific. Kristen Scott Thomas, Mm -hmm. Oscar-winning Kathy Bates, and, of course, let's not forget Ian McKellen, who plays Eoric Bimason. That's the name of the polar bear. But you know, Les, with all due respect to these actors, I think that this is the director's movie. Oh, definitely. Really, Chris Weitz is an American But he's British educated. And when they put this movie together originally, the producers, they really looked for an English director. Chris Weitz really, really campaigned for the job. He sat down and he wrote a 45-page outline on spec, which never happens. He submitted it to the producers, and they were very much impressed. Chris Weitz had only directed one intimate movie before, an American movie called About a Boy. And so he really didn't have that background that they thought they needed. But they read the treatment, they met with him several times, and he got the job. Definitely. Now, this was the first of three books in a trilogy written by Philip Pullman, Mm -hmm. and the end of the movie kind of lets us know that a sequel's coming. We see Lyra, that's Dakota, making a vow that she will come back and she will do good and she will make sure that the world is a better place. And nobody's going to stop us. And nobody's going to stop us. I think this is a fascinating piece of work. It's absolutely a charming movie in many, many respects. But again, too violent for the little ones. So my review on this movie is going to be a positive one, but I'm going to have to say proceed with caution. I'm giving it a green light, but I'm putting a little yellow in there just so people will know it isn't for the wee ones in the family. Well, I'm giving it a green light also. I liked the movie a lot. I did feel badly as I watched it, just like you, Anne. I was trying to think, who's going to come see this picture? I hope 
there are a couple of people out there listening to us right now who are going to say, gee, they like this film. Maybe we ought to go give it a try. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Especially if you're into looking at great interiors, a gorgeous wardrobe, and if you like the period of Art Deco, you are going to love The Golden Compass. Definitely. Two green lights for The Golden Compass, directed and written by Chris Weitz from a novel by Philip Pullman, starring Nicole Kidman, Daniel Craig, Ian McKellen, Eva Green, and the magical, beautiful Dakota Blue Richards as Lyra Belacqua. You're going to love this film. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right?